to the DAO that would like to that would like to introduce themselves to to the community and so because we are going to have the the whole process done this week probably in the next coming days so it, it would be nice if some candidates that may be a little bit more unknown to the community have a chance to go forward and tell their opinions proposals and everything else Can, I, can everyone hear me okay? To make sure my mic's right just before I start. Yes, I, I, we can hear you. Okay, um, it's uh, Damien here. Uh, I have uh, applied. Um, I'll be applying for one of the multi sigs. Uh, I guess I get. I could give just a few things that uh, in, just in brief. I'm sure we've all probably got similar sort of ideas where where we'd like the project to, to go and uh, to cure. We, we get that way. Um, I think for one of one of my main driving force is uh, I, I'm sorry this may be what everyone wants to hear, but I'm not overly concerned with uh, rose price, you know, pumping in any way and in any way, shape, or form. If anything, I'm more uh, I would prefer a more steady uh, sort of growth of the price. And I think uh, I'd have to be honest and lay my cards on the table and say that. If I was a member of the multi-sig, I'd be actively looking to, uh, to benefit the whole protocol um, with the likes of, the good example being the likes of this uh, treasury. Uh, once the treasury is formed, uh, to actually uh, get funds, we're going to have to sell, we're going to have to sell through. And, you know, people mightn't like that, you know, uh, because it effectively may drop the price a little. But I, I would hope that the multi the multi sigs who ever are elected would would take that into consideration and not try to throw say buy the tank from one sale that they would sort of drip feed. But I would I'd want to be honest from the start that my main concern would be the likes of the treasury and making sure that we do have uh, funds, especially when we look now over the past two weeks now. I know the audit on that, um, but there wasn't much really happening. Uh, in, in terms of sales or buys or, or that, well, apart from when we first started uh, Stakeo, of course, but uh, during that time, that's really when I think the Treasury should be, uh, you know, at, at times like that even, sorry, is where the, the Treasury is, is best suited to make its money. Well, well, well there's nothing really happening in, you know, uh, in, in the ecosystem with buys and sales on, on grow. People could maybe think that we're being stagnant, but with a, an active Treasury, uh, and, and taking low and, and in some cases maybe high risk uh, investments or investment strategies, we can actually then grow the treasury so that uh, in times use it as a stimulus to the growth price. You know, and the likes of that would be a more long long term thing. The treasury needs to get to a, a, a reasonable size before, in my mind, before they just some of the money back into. Or stake holders, you know, um, in in that effect. Uh, so I, th I think I think everyone's got similar right. I'm hoping most people have a similar idea on the treasury. We need to we need to have a, a finance. We need to have money or capital uh, that we can uh, utilize to to make to, to make more. You know, there's there's always going to be fees and, and and such like, and there is money to risk look after the the team. Treasuries well suited, I think, and I think there's a, a real great. What I love about this group is there's a, a lot of knowledge, and 
like some myself, I, I definitely came into this whole uh, grow and uh, Heath, not really knowing anything. Um, I have to give a lot of credit to Safe, uh, regularly sharing uh, papers. Some of them are a bit too highbrow for me, but you know, uh, them, uh, links, YouTube videos, podcasts. I think as long as uh, uh, Multisig uh, uh, has members on it that you know are, are keeping up to date, and uh, or even ones that know about all of all of the as long as people are, are willing to put a bit of time, you know, and whenever it comes to my voting, I will be looking for people who are basically you know are that. There's no with no need for yes men. We get we, there's there's no problem. We can get a lot of people. Yes, yes. Like I do most of the day, laughing about on the internet. But you know, you have to have a wee bit of time. Either they need to have the knowledge, or they need to be willing to develop the knowledge. In, in my opinion, um, but I just just to, to be to be quite blunt, the cards on the table is I don't overly care about the growth price. You know, whether it goes up or down doesn't it doesn't. Have a fair bit of skin and gap just under fifty k, and and uh, I think that it's more important treasury uh, grows because uh, that will be or when there's a lot of people we have any you know it isn't just we can things happen in people's lives and they sometimes just are forced. Um, not in that respect there is times where we get you're um, you're cutting out Damo. Yeah you're cutting out a bit. Hold that mic up to your face. Right, right. Uh is that better? Yeah that's better. Right, sorry about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, just just yeah. Uh, I'm more interested. Short time price growth price doesn't consider of course, I would like it to go up. Everyone would, but I I don't care if we sit languishing around here. If we get up to thirty and then back to twenty, and we flop about that, or we up to fifty and then to thirty, that is not my you know. I, I I'm not I'm not concerned about that. I have a lot in stake, grow, and that's because uh, a year from now the the price we're at now will be irrelevant. What's important to me is that we get the right people in uh, for the treasury. And, and we don't need yes men. And we need people. We People are going to be uh, deciding um, for the likes of a grow a grow sell. Say, for example, the treasurer decided it was going to sell two k, um, and we all then have to multi sign that. At any stage, uh, someone could uh, pass that information on, or they could use that information to their advantage. So, uh, knowledgeable people, trust, and anyone who is basically in the long term uh, mindset of the whole grow platform and that actually goes crazy. That's where uh, my vote uh, will be going. Um, I think I've blabbered on probably enough. Uh, so if someone else wants to, if any of the other multi sig uh, applicants are here and would like to have a, a wee word, that would be great. Yes, for, first of all, for a little bit of context, the the transaction for unlocking the half a million growth, which is uh, what the treasury is going to start with, was done yesterday. You can see it on Twitter, the transaction hash and everything. So that's going to be the, the starting balance, 500,000 growth. If any other candidate wants to go ahead and comment a little bit about governance 
or what they would do the uh, proposals or something those lines feel free go ahead hey guys how, how are you doing it's your, your boy here and hey. uh, I, I know some of you guys know me by the chat only so you just want to introduce myself um, I, i'm here uh, in charge of everything uh road DeFi off-chain related so you you can count on me with uh, the UI, the servers, uh, if anything is failing besides the contracts, uh, feel free to, to reach me out, right? So uh, the, the reason I'm here proposing myself as a candidate is uh, as being inside the, the core team and, and having this whole scope of the off-chain architecture, uh, it, it will be nice for me uh, to have the develop, development best interest in uh, for for all the community that uh, we we can uh, take good decisions in terms of development not not only on the finance financial side but also on on the technical side so that that's the reason i'm proposing myself as a candidate as well as damo uh, i think this project is very focused on the long term so uh, let's uh, in my there's no like how can i say this uh, interest to take short-term bad decisions to increase growth price on the short term but instead having the, the growth price increase in, in a stable and healthy way in, uh, on the long term so that's my, my proposal and if anyone has like any questions or any suggestions i am here to answer Yes, and if not, another candidate, maybe Stefan, I think it's over there, or... Yeah, yeah. Stefan is here. Hi. Okay, um, first of all, if my mic is not working well or you can't hear me clearly, please let me know. And also, <laughs> I'm not a native English speaker, so whenever I don't express myself clearly, please uh, don't hesitate to just ask. Your English is perfect. Um, um, so maybe you know me from the Telegram group um, as Stefan and um, yeah I want to introduce myself as a DAO member um, mostly <laughs> okay mostly let's be, be clear um, I don't want to catch any votes or something um, I see myself more in the role as someone asking critical questions in general um, even if these questions sometimes uh, might sound a little, um, let's say, uh, easy questions or whatever. Um, one of these questions, for example, would be if we setting the uh, some part of the treasury, uh, that this for me, as my perspective, is some kind of bet that um, we outperform the market, kind of beating the market. Um, so, but on the other hand, it of, of course gives us a lot more flexibility. So the treasury cannot only sell grow, but also can buy back grow. Um, so yeah, as many of you may have recognized in the Telegram group, um, I see my role mostly as someone um asking 
every kind of question or raising concerns as well. And uh, yeah, whoever in the Telegram group feels like uh, that, um, who can identify with my opinions or questions and see me as a person who maybe is representing very well the community uh, can feel free to yeah vote for me or de delegate some SDK grow uh, on my behalf and yeah I, I'm gonna be honest um, in regards of how to use the treasury funds and especially some kind of um, let's say strategies yield strategies I wouldn't um, say I'm the uh, pro on this side uh, my knowledge go just as far as being very aware of most of DeFi projects and uh, yeah know which ones are kind of sustainable and which are not so yeah there's some kind of introduction to my mindset and if you have any questions please let me know Okay. Yeah, just go ahead. Okay. Well, uh, what what I wanted to say is that uh, for those who don't know the way that uh, actually voting delegating is going to work, is that the state group balance that you have is essentially your voting power, your delegating power, and you can't split it up. So you can if you have a hundred group, for example, a hundred stake group, sorry, you can't split it up 50-50 between two candidates, which means that each Ethereum, account, each Ethereum account has to delegate only to one address. That's very important to remember. Are there any other candidates that want to speak up or or maybe any any questions? It doesn't have to be governance related. It can be anything else. Feel free to talk. Okay, I have a question regarding the ongoing audit. Um, is it currently working that um, or currently processing in the way that the audit company is giving you feedback while the audit, so that you already started to fix small bugs? or will they provide all the information at once in the end? Okay, so regarding the audit, it's basically almost done. Uh, the private report has been submitted and the, uh, they only found two medium risks. They classify it as medium, but uh, well, you, you can read the whole description and everything when it's public. But no critical issues were found and no funds are at risk according to the audit performance. That's very good news. Hello? Hello? Well, uh, hello, uh, I'm Paul, so maybe um, you've met me on the, on the group as well, and I also wanted to well, to participate in, in this governance election that, that was going on, so I'll present myself. 
uh, let me know if you don't hear me or, or if it cuts. Um, well, I'm knowledgeable about uh, blockchain, DeFi, of course, um, as more or less each of us, I would say, uh, been part of this project, been exposed at this project. I have um, I've discovered Grow late August, uh, right before after the listing, so that's a bit when I get involved. Uh, and when I follow, I started to follow the, the development of the project. So um, from there, um, what I see that can be the next, well, what are going to be the next step, obviously, it's well the consensus audit, as uh, you just discussed, that is going to be something, one of the milestones of this project and also the, uh, the creation of the DAO. So um, in these two aspects, well, I believe that I can bring some value. Um, I have uh, experience in, in operation, in project delivery, um, and I think that in this matter, at this state uh, of this project, there's some effort that we should start to put in um, the visibility that we may gain with the consensus audit that is going to be published. Um, will bring people getting interested in the project and looking at the project. And there are some very, uh, from in my perspective, in my opinion, there are some very fundamental um, pieces that still need to be fixed, such, for instance, at the white paper uh, that will need a good refresh. And so all those small details, I think that um, the creation of the DAO should be also the opportunity to start to gather all the volunteers that we may have in our community and to start to identify um, those volunteers, the skills that they may have, the value that they may bring and start to, uh, to, to use our community and the people around growth all those people that uh, strive to bring something to um, to, to this project, where well, to give them the tool and the opportunity to do so. So I think that's something in which I can uh, myself bring value in, in, in this perspective, more than in the programming or, or, or the designing in which things that I, I will be totally useless. Um, so yeah, that's a bit, uh, uh, that's a bit the, the, the the direction that I see for for those two big events that are coming. So yeah, that's probably if you have any question or or anything, I'd be happy to answer. Okay. Any any other questions? Someone that wants to to speak up, do a proposal, or basically anything else. Um, is there any uh, plan for the GRT to come out before January, or is it going to be after, like, say, everything's done with the DAO and the other stuff? What, what are you referring to? Um, is the is the GRT token like projected to come out in the next say like like two months or so, or is it something that's going to be like a longer a longer token to build? I guess. Well, first of all, it has to be something that the that the multisig agrees on because it does involve the the multisig and 
and managing another tertiary and so on. But uh, if it's all agreed, I think it could be done under a month. Oh, cool. Nice. May I ask uh, how exactly the multisig is involved in launching the GATT token? Yes, well, basically it would have to manage a separate treasury from the from the estate grow treasury itself. So it's like the grow for the grow pools? Not, not exactly. The, the same way it manages the grow treasury, it would have to manage the, the treasury for GRD. So this means uh, there would be two separate uh, multi-sig wallets which have the same signers. So the DAO process and everything is the exact same thing, but in this case uh, they are separate because they, they are from separate treasuries, essentially. I'm not sure if that answers your question. Yep, it did. You admitted. What is the GRT token exactly? Okay, so the GRT token is basically a proposal, which is it isn't confirmed that it's going to be done yet. It is something that, like I've said before, that the that the multi-signature signers have to agree on. But it would be a rebase token version of a DeFi token most likely other. So instead of rebasing to the dollar as a stable coin, it would rebase to Avena and have its own treasury. Kind of like how uh, the jump treasury works, but in this case, it would use the, the same DAO format as Stegro does. So basically, Stegro would control both the grow treasury and the treasury of this rebasing token, and then it would have the uh, two or three uh, liquidity token pairs on Uniswap with the uh, incentives and so on. I mean, that's just a really brief explanation on what it would be because, like I've said, it's just a proposal at the moment. But if everyone agrees on doing it, then it could be added to to the whole umbrella of projects and help grow and also have another functionality because it has a lot of synergies with the existing products. Essentially, when whenever a treasury, it can be gross or it can be another ones, it uses G tokens and PMTs, then uh, that treasury is essentially using a a fee-free service because uh, the the fees that it pays are redirected back to the protocol. So it's actually much more efficient if you were to use another protocol that has a similar automation service, then you would be paying approximately between three to five percent on total fees and annualized. And that can really add up if you are managing uh, treasuries, treasuries which, are, which are in the tens of, or hundreds of millions of dollars. Anyone else that wants to ask anything, do a proposal, talk about governance, basically in any topic is 
is allowed as long as it's related with with work, of course. You mentioned <laughs> uncollateralized <laughs> lending in the chat here. Could you, okay. you talk us through that? What your plans are? You have the, the, the mic open. Jets did hit, I think. Ah, don't, don't worry, don't worry. Yes, you mentioned uh, uncollateralized yes. lending. Yes, uh, recently uh, I looked yes. into the, the trust token platform, which already does something like that. So I'd, I'd be very curious what that would look like for, for Grow. Correct. So, so they are, there are basically two ways uh, that uncollateralized loans are being done right now. One is through, through a platform which is called TrueFi which basically they, they whitelist members. Recently, they, they added uh, Sam Bank Friedman and Alameda Research to the, to the list. And they make loans to them, knowing that they are reputable and trustworthy and everything. And the, the second option would be have a credit delegation. So, so the way it would work is that if the multisig has proven itself for a very long time, then uh, with its bank run and everything, it would make sense for some people to not mind lending to the multi-signator account in exchange for a higher yield without having a collateralized positions. Hopefully that explains your question. Yes, thank you. Any other questions, topics that want to be touched on? Um, I would like to ask about the current uh, funding situation. Uh, maybe you can give us a short overview how this looks like right now and if there are any plans for like future funding. Funding in regards to the development site uh, that was your Okay, so uh, as you already know from the white paper, there is a certain amount of growth which is allocated towards team and development expenses. So that can be used. Uh, there's also the, the PMIME bankroll in case it's needed uh, as a consequence of the growth swaps. I mean, the, there is uh, plenty of funding to go on for, for years to come. And also with the treasury coming live, and that grow being used if it's managed correctly, because it, it starts with a um, with, with 100 exposure in holdings to grow. So maybe, well, it, it depends on what the signers decide, but maybe it would be a good idea to diversify that exposure a little bit. But overall, as long as it is uh, correctly managed, there shouldn't be an issue, any issues going forward with funding. And how big is the P-Mine bankroll currently? Approximately, uh, I don't have the the exact numbers right now, but I would say it's around it's probably around the around the one million mark, maybe less, maybe more. <laughs> I can't okay, tell you to be honest, but it is enough to to pay for development expenses, and also it has the the other side, with the, which is where 
where expenses actually come from, which is the team and development well, which is reserved. So overall, there is uh, plenty of capital and liquidity from all the sites to continue developing. Anyone that wants, feel free to ask, talk, or basically anything. I see people talking in the chat. Uh, you can do so in, in voice chat too, if you want to. Hello? Okay, so uh, maybe I can do a little bit of an introduction to myself. Um, I am safe. I I don't have an a, an academic background per se. Most of what I know, I have simply learned it online and basically practice testing it on my own, pretty much. And uh, I will be running for 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 candidate for the upcoming state out and basically my my proposals would be to slowly diversify away the the holdings of the treasury from a 100 percent growth portfolio to something a little bit more balanced but obviously taking into account the the sell pressure that uh, selling growth may cost may cost to the price so it has to be done carefully and also if the price drops substantially then the funds can be reversed the trend and do a buyback instead. And well, in regards to the DAO, the things that it manages is the its own treasury. Then if it does happen, the treasury of the release token, which is temporarily named as GRT. And the third thing it manages is contract admin factions. So right now the G token and PMT's admin functions. There aren't really that many. They are very subtle, such as, for example, managing parameters for uh, leverage ratios. So a good, a good example, like I said, is that the, the DAO would be able to adapt the leverage ratios and the margin rebalance, the rebalance margins of, for example, GC Ethereum, so that uh, during more volatile times, it can be lowered basically to protect against an extreme liquidation scenario and during very low volatility scenarios, uh, situations, it can basically lower that amount, those percentages. And as a consequence of that, uh, do the opposite, basically maximize earnings without having to worry as much about the liquidations. And the, the other main admin function that exists within the contracts with the liquidity migration, which the, th the two things that it triggers is, first of all, uh, setting the, the redeem fee to 0%, which makes sense, because after all, what you want is to move capital from that old G token or PMT to the new version. So that's why it makes no sense uh, having a redeem fee there. 
And the other thing it does is triggering a seven-day time lock for for the respective lock base. But so it gives enough time, and it also reallocates it for the for the. I think we lost him. Rest in pieces. We lost you there, safe. Hey, hello. He's back. Okay, okay. That's all right. No, I, I was simply mentioning that the that the mobile version should actually work. But uh, well, I, I'm not sure on the staking interpreters and so on, because that's on the UI side. So maybe Irving can, can answer it. Yeah, um, the, the mo mobile version is like just a responsive version of the uh, desktop one. So it should work with the same functions like minting, redeeming, analytics. The only thing it isn't at this moment implemented is a swapping for uh, swing trading pools, that's on, on the works. But as, it, as right now, the, the app should work. If, if it isn't, please uh, DM me or send me a message or something, and I can uh, check it out. Are there any other candidates that haven't had the chance to just pick up the direction in the call? I have a question around marketing. Could the uh, team explain a bit more about marketing plans for Growth DeFi? Which um, kind of marketing channels are you looking into? And when do you anticipate the marketing really ramping up? Well, I can't talk much about marketing because that's not the part I handle. But uh, from what I know, the some Unfortunately, Safe's mic seems to not work. No? No? We can hear you, Safe. Okay, so what I was saying is that I can't talk much about marketing because that's not the, the part I handle. But uh, I do know that some YouTube channels have been contacted. And the, there's also contact with Cointelegraph to do an article and, and a couple other news sources. Nobody can hear me. I, I can hear you. Can hear you as well. Okay, it's weird. No, no, I, I wasn't speaking by now. So maybe that's why it's confusing things.
Are there any other questions? Anything grow related? Well, I think this has been great. It's uh, awesome to hear you talk about the stuff live safe. Yes, I mean, th that's why if you have any questions, yeah, just shoot up. I mean, <laughs> that's all. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure how, what else I can say, to be honest. Yeah. Well, it's, it's almost a little hard to have questions, right? Because you guys are always on top of things in the Telegram. So uh, kudos on that. <laughs> safe. Uh, are you already allowed to talk about the potential um, liquidity mining? Li liquidity mining, yes, that's that has to do with the with GRG and the basin token, because basically, if it were to be if it were to be agreed on by by designers and everything, then uh, one of it would make sense to have one of the Uniswap LPs be with Grow. So basically, it would be grow slash the rebase token GRT or whatever you want to call it, and obviously uh, the same way that there would be incentives for the other pair, there would be also liquidity mining incentives for that pair. So you could use your grow to provide liquidity to to that pair and farm tokens that way. So that's essentially liquidity mining. The reason introducing liquidity mining uh, by issuing Grow rewards isn't really a good idea for GTOKENS and PMTs. Is that you are really losing a lot of a lot of grow in worth in in comparison with the with the fees you are actually getting. So it's it's probably a net loss. I mean, they are they are in more. Then retaining capital on DeFi, it's very hard. That's why it, it has to be done, in my opinion, through a more long-term approach by having more consistency and also proving yourself with time. So I think that's the, the approach we should take and I'm known for. Uh, I think that the benefit for growth to have liquidity mining, it's so that it isn't confused, I'm not talking about liquidity mining by by using the tokens or PMTs, uh, it would be liquidity mining farming the rebase token by providing liquidity to that specific Uniswap pair, which would be grow and the the rebase token. Any other questions or or maybe a general topic that someone wants to to talk or discuss about? Maybe could you give a little more glimpse in why you think uh, liquidity mining is uh, very beneficial for growth? 
Uh, are you referring to the to the Uniswap LP providing part with the Rebase token or to G tokens GMTs? Uh, no, like uh, grow with uh, the Rebase token. Correct. So basically, it would be a way to lock up grow in the practical supply because the grow that is providing liquidity isn't actually available to be sold until the liquidity is put out and then the grow is actually liquid. Okay. And also because it it that's another use case for grow. In, right now, the the two options you have is to either hold it or stake it for stake grow. Also, uh, regarding stake grow and how that's going to uh, go in the in the long term, one of the other things that can be done is some of the profits that the treasury makes can go ahead and be allocated to just grow holders. So it can also be a way to incentivize more people joining as they grow, uh, locking up their grow and also participating into the DAO. And how it can be net positive or net neutral? Uh, liquidity mining. Well, uh, basically, uh, either you have already the two tokens necessary to provide the pair, or you would have to sell some grow within that same pair and then provide the liquidity. But overall, you are um, farming that other token and then selling it to increase your LP position. So you are generating fees, grow has more liquidity, and overall it's a net positive for both the individual, the user that is providing the liquidity, and also for Go, which has more liquidity. Because if you connect it with uh, the rebase token, meaning uh, anyone can go ahead and not only sell their Go for Ethereum or Muniswap, but also sell it for the GRT, and then go ahead and maybe sell GRT for Aave or any other token, then you have a wider liquidity path, which is very important uh, when it comes to limiting the, the downside. Basically, the more liquidity that a token has versus its market cap, the more it's going to take for it to either go up or go down. Basically, it's more stable. If, if there is a lot of liquidity, then it provides an easier way to both entry and exit. Okay, so yeah, that explains it very well. So it's also a lot about the timing, like maybe don't uh, inject too much liquidity too early. Yeah. Timing in regards to the to the liquidity incentives or which part are you referring to? Mm, yes, and uh, in regards of the growth price, but uh, yeah, I I totally got why this is beneficial. Yes, well, the the exact amount of tokens that would be allocated to each pool would have to be determined by the multisig of that treasury, which is the same one as the signers for this tech growth. Now. So th this is why it's so important to do the proper diligence when it comes to delegating and participating in governance, because 
designers that are chosen, they can be changed, of course, in the future if people want to and they change their delegation votes to another candidate. But the general idea is that if you have uh, good signers, then the the project is going to do much better in the long run. And basically, the the idea of this community call was uh, to well, solve any doubts that there may be, any questions, and also to let any candidate that wants to to address directly to the community and more or less propose what they would do if they were part of those seven signers. I have a question. Um, uh, on the website, it's advertised that the code sources will be will be open source under the the three license, the three to zero license. Um, do you intend to release it after the audit or at the later stage? Making the the UI open source is that what you are referring to? Yes. Well, it it makes sense to have the 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 code of the smart contract open source, but having the UI code open source it's a bit riskier, especially when we are doing a lot of upgrades in the meantime. Okay. Irving can probably talk a little bit more about that. Okay, that's that's my question. Thank you. Yeah, um, just like to expand on Steve's idea. Like ha having right now the the UI as open source is not a, a really good idea since um, we're keeping developing that. It still have some things to improve, some stuff to add, and and to be honest, like that that's uh, something like a lockup for a for our project. You know, um, being open source opens the opportunity to fork it as as it is. So at this point, is not like the highest priority, but I guess we will reach to that point. Yeah, no, it was more from a security perspective question. Sure. That's what I was asking. Yeah, sure. Thanks. Any other questions? Um, maybe I have a short <laughs> question, not that much related to the DAO. But um, I'm curious about um, the other team members and their tasks inside of the yeah the dev team or maybe even later in the DAO because uh, I mean it's quite clear what Safe, Diego and Rodrigo are doing. But um, yeah, I would be interested uh, a, a bit in what uh, Mike and Ghost are doing or if there are maybe a few more unknown. Uh, team members we don't know about. Correct. So, uh, Irving is the is the main UI dev, 
Rodrigo is the, the smart contract developer. Then Safe, Ghost and Mike, well, I myself Safe, uh, Ghost and Mike, we are basically on the management side. So we carry a lot of the day-to-day -day functions and also managing all the stuff. And well, any other interaction they would have to to go ahead and, and talk it out themselves because okay. they, are, they're, they are not here today, so I can't really speak for them. For them. Hey, Mike, uh, they were just asking about uh, a bit a brief introduction, so if you can uh, introduce yourself shortly. Hello? Maybe he he's on he's muted or something. Any other questions in the meantime? Yes, uh, this is more just, uh, it's not really a question, but just uh, picking up on the, what, what the, the team, uh, especially with Mike, um, Mike not working. And uh, for uh, uh, Ghost, now obviously I can't speak for Ghost, but I can just say that uh, from the very start um, with Powermind, it was basically uh, safe Ghost and Mike. Yep, obviously safe's always in the chat. Um, like also say, safe. Great job as always, both here and uh, in the Telegram chat. But uh, uh, they are uh, those three would be the, the management team that basically uh, we had uh, down in our minds. They have been working years. Can you talk a little bit closer to the to the mic? Uh, yep. Sorry. Is that any better? It, it sounds uh, far away. From the from the microphone. As unfortunately, I've only got like a wee plug-in set, uh, my phone set. I've got the mic right beside me. But yeah, I'll I'll just even shout this one. It it, it more just to say that <clears throat> Ghost mightn't be here to give a, a an exact description of what he does, but more just from my point of view, um, and having watched the team, both uh, uh, Ghost Mike. And uh, they've managed, um, and continue to manage. Um, 
design and so uh, part of the, the decision that we made in the actually developing growth from a uh, concept to where we are now um, and a lot of the ideas going on in the background are uh, are those three guys um, Is the functioning of of the grow and G tokens PMT is the locked piece and everything else? Is it one hundred percent clear, or are there any parts of it that might be confusing or or unclear to new people?
Yeah, let's not turn this into a chat. <laughs> I know I've had a lot of questions, but you've answered them all, and I don't have any until I have more. <laughs> I got it, I got it. <laughs> Maybe uh, another unordinary question. Um, what do you see as the next big challenges besides offset, of setting up the DAO? I mean, uh, for example, uh, if we're thinking about competing with these short-term high-yield uh, protocols, of course, we, we cannot, uh, like, we are not really competing with them as our approach is different, but I mean, do you see development-wise or APY-wise uh, any upcoming challenges, or what? What is uh, what other things you are most thinking about right now, or concerned about? Correct. So, what I've been more concerned than looking things around is basically those DeFi projects that are heavily subsidized. Basically, those that are doing a lot of token farming and liquidity mining. So I think that's an opportunity for, for the treasury because the same way that I was explaining earlier that some people may come, if we were to offer liquidity mining incentives for meeting the tokens and PMTs, uh, they might come uh, farm, grow, simply dump it and move away uh, while making bank basically of those farm tokens then the treasury can apply that same theory and actually farm other protocols. So if we have active signers, we can actually benefit from other protocols being a little bit desperate for certain TBL and volume. And as a consequence of that, they are overpaying for, for the price of that liquidity. So, so that would be another role of the treasury, basically to move profits from other protocols into our own by simply uh, assessing correctly the, the risks that using that protocol has and as a consequence of that deciding whether or not to use it, fund the token and then move profits to the grow protocol. And by the way, regarding the the way the DAO operates and the multi-signature, it's using the Genosis safe code, so it should be really safe because it's code that it has already been audited. And what has been implemented, it's a module that allows the contract to update who are the signers. So that way uh, you have a normal standard Genosis safe multi-signature wallet which is governed by seven signers. And then you have a module, which is one of the advanced parts that the Gnosis Safes allows for customization, which is the part that state grow, that the state grow DAO operates. And that way, each day, if they want to, the designers can be replaced with new ones, if they both say so. And in regards to the tokens and PMTs APYs themselves, 
the goal would be to add more strategies over time. The priority would be in the short term to to add more to add more safe strategies. Uh, this means implementing curve farming and ball farming among others. But in the in the long run, it would be interesting to to add higher risk options and more complex ones as a way to to seek for higher returns. Although these ones, if they were to be implemented since they carry out a higher risk, they wouldn't be part of the PMT themselves, but they would be possible to it would be possible to use them by a single G-token strategy. Could it happen that we get uh, two PMTs, for example, for ETH, like for ETH? So um, let's say, because I, I think the PMTs are limited to five strategies, if I remember correctly. So would it happen that, uh, for example, the um, first performing strategy is getting kicked out if the sixth uh, is getting added? or um, would there be another PMT in this case? Well, the, the reason it can be hit to five is due to cash costs. The more, the more tokens that the PMT holds, the higher the cash costs for transactions. So it, it would have been a possibility to have a PMT with 20 tokens, for example, but the cash costs would be absurdly high and it would basically make it unusable. So that's why it isn't worth it. And regarding your question, it would be possible to make a second PMT, but I don't think it would be with the same risk reward ratio. It would have to be for higher risk. So basically having two PMTs, one that aggregates risky strategies, and the other that aggregates less risky strategies, which is pretty much the one that we are using right now. Um, okay, um, another question regarding the question before. Uh, you mentioned that uh, it's a good option to farm high yield protocols with the treasury. Um, I'm wondering who in the team is able to check how safe these protocols are. Like, uh, I don't know, would, for example, if or Rodrigo check their smart contract and say, okay, this seems to be a good option, or how would you imagine uh, choosing this kind of uh, high-yield protocols, high-risk for the treasury? Well, I'm referring to high-yield protocols, but mainly those that are uh, heavily subsidized by token farming. So an example of it would be, for example, farming cover with shield miner strategies. So when it, when it comes to risk assessment, there are two types of risks. You have economical ones and also possible economic back exploits using the, the mechanics that the contract allows. And then you have uh, contract ones. So obviously if the project has been audited, it would be less risky. And uh, when it comes to risk, uh, there are multiple factors. I mean, if you are using leverage for that, uh, for that specific protocol, then you would have to factor it in. But in general, it would have to be a decision taken by the signers. 
which at least four out of the seven have to agree on. So it requires a certain degree of consensus. And that's also why the, the multi-signature account designers are, are so important because with, with proper management, they can accomplish a lot, but if they don't really care or they, are not, they aren't active or they simply don't check things often, then it would make the, the multisig useless. Do you have any other questions, Stephen? <laughs> no, thanks. I'm just trying to use it as a kind of AMA as uh, as long as no one has. <laughs> I appreciate it, to be honest. I appreciate it. Um, uh, unfortunately, um, in your explanation before, the protocol you mentioned that would be an example to farm it, uh, unfortunately, at least on my side, uh, I couldn't hear you clearly, so I didn't understand the name. So maybe in the current market, you could give like two or three, ah, okay, cover, thanks, Damo. Um, maybe, yeah, you could like give two, three examples that would be interesting to farm right now, so that we get a bit of an idea what kind of risk we are talking about? Yes, so for example, the, the example that I was mentioning was coverage in mining. The way it works is that you you mint insurance tokens, both for when a claim happens and when a claim doesn't happen. And uh, you provide liquidity and balancing for it. One is an 80-20 pool with DAI and the other is a 92 pool. And then you basically stake those tokens within, the, within their dashboard and find cover with it. So the the way it works right now is that it is heavily subsidized by the by the cover that you are given. So it would be a good option for the treasury to go ahead and take some of that. Okay, thanks. It has, it has to make sense. It, it can be a random protocol that says in their website, hey, we are offering 10,000% APY, so let's just AP in and see what happens. No, 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 it would have to make sense and have some logic behind it. In this case, I'm talking about the project which has, which, which has a market cap of over 50 million and has quite a bit of liquidity. So you are being a little bit more reasonable rather than just blindly going into things. Okay, that's answering my question quite well now. <laughs> if anyone has another question or wants to talk about something or propose something, feel free to do so. Do you think we should do this again at some point? 
Yes, I, I think community, community calls and doing them regularly would be a good idea, especially the designers, who, whoever they are when they are elected. They should really talk with themselves and maybe do like a weekly or, or a monthly call of some sort. I agree with you, Saif. I, I think maybe one, one time each week will be good. Not sure. Yes, I would refer mainly to the to designers, but when it comes to the to the community as a whole in general, I also think it's a good idea to do regular updates. Maybe not as often as one one per week because that's quite often. <laughs> but yeah. one, once a month or something along those lines could work. Yeah, that's cool. Thanks. Yes, Mike. That's that's the the textile center. That's basically what what it is. Cover mining, but th that's just an example. I mean, the the overall concept is that there are a lot of uh, overpaid situations that happen as a result of the the teams behind the token wanting to get as much liquidity as possible as early as possible. The, not having as much patience and that's why these types of situations happen so if the treasury can take advantage of them and make profit from them then i see no no issue from that jim uh, i i see that you have written in chat that you would like to apply to to be a candidate, but consider your knowledge to be limited. Either way, even if you are not applying to be a candidate, you can propose things. I mean, you don't have to be a candidate to say, hey, I think we should do this or do that and see what happens. Hey, say one question, like, um... For for the governance, like guidelines, are we having a, a deadline to, or how are we going to design those guidelines? Guidelines in in which sense? The, the, yeah. the, the... yeah, for example, uh, I know some projects have like this. Uh, if you want to propose something, you need at least uh, I don't know, like one hundred stake row. So, are we going to design that? I'm not sure. Oh, no, no, no limits. I mean, anyone can run for candidate and anyone can delegate with any amount of stakeholder that they have. You, you could have 0.01 and still be able to to vote. Okay, that, that, that's good. Just, uh, okay, just to take into in my mind that might be some spam. I know. Some spam uh, of people running to can as candidates. No, 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 not as candidates. Like, like for proposals, I've seen some projects uh, having a oh, for proposals. Yes. So yeah. basically, it would be divided in three parts. The first part, which is the the, the executive section, is basically the signers and the multisig. Then there would be the the snapshot, which is essentially off-chain voting, so that stakeholders can propose something and directly. Uh, send a message to those signers so that they say, 
hey, we want this done. And then the, the last step would be either the Telegram or Discord chat, and also the, the forum, similar to Comp's forum. Ah, okay, okay, got it. Thanks, Safe. I have a question, if I may. I, I think it's more for Irvolo, but um, I, I've seen on Twitter that you guys shared uh, what the, the DAO uh, will look like with the signers, the snapshot, the proposal, and so on. And it's just a, sug a suggestion, but would it be possible to add uh, a tab in which the signer could at least put a brief introduction of themselves? So, People know actually who they delegate their votes and and in which purpose and which direction see the signal like just a small description so people actually have an insight into who or or in which direction they are going to delegate. Yep. So so you, for for your question like uh, the, the idea at first is just having the addresses and, and manage it. Uh, like um, just by Ethereum address for now, like at the beginning to, to speed up the development process. But I, I think it should take some days to add this functionality like comp style where you can add your profile picture and, and a small brief just to know who, who are who. And, and that's the idea. I mean, that, that's, that will be managed off chain. So we, we don't, um, make some uh, we, we don't manage everything in, in the chain and it's not uh, expensive but yeah the, the idea is to not be completely anonymous but having like a small brief description like may, maybe proposals i guess that that's the general idea awesome thank you Roberto. no worries yes the whole election process itself is 100% no chain. I mean, you could do it interacting directly with the with the contract address of the multi-signature wallet. You don't even need a UI in order to delegate and in order to apply as a candidate. But I do agree that it would be a good idea to have like a brief description of the proposals and what the candidate intends to do. But it's important to notice that even though that part would be off-chain, it doesn't affect uh, the the actual process. It's 100% on-chain. On chain. I mean, if someone goes ahead and has enough stake grow, which they can vote for themselves, so together with a couple of colleagues or, or whatever, they could do so without putting a description or or putting a name or anything in the device. They don't need that, okay? I have a question regarding the website. Uh, is it still uh, on the list to make the website more app-focused, like uh, centralized on the around the application? Uh, do, do you mean the the root website, the rootdefi.com, or the app? Um, I think. Um, 
someone, I think it was Mike, uh, mentioned that uh, there's a plan to focus more on the, like, like you know, like the app being the center of the website instead of, uh, you know, have this kind of two websites approach or two domains. Ah, okay, sure. Well, well for, for now, the, the root website, the worlddefi.com, uh, I mean, that that's only for information. So at least it's working right now. I, I think in the future it might be updated. The actual app is, is like the the core for the protocol. So I think that's, we're, we're going to be, I mean, we're, we're uh, using it at the 90% of our, our time there. And as for the governance app, we might do another like uh, subdomain, like governance.growdefy.com to, to manage everything governance related. So I, I'm not sure if, if it's on our roadmap at this moment. I, I need to ask Mike or what, what was he talking about? But, but yeah, I mean, that, that's the, the goal. Okay, this was just like a, a suggestion from my side maybe a few weeks ago or even months that uh, I think uh, lots of protocols have, uh, if you visit their website, you either already on the app itself or at least um, you have a very direct idea where, where to get to the application or, uh, yeah, and I think that might be a good option to make it more obvious how to access the app from the informational website or, you know, kind of combine it, yeah, to, to be like more easily on the application because I saw it even in, re in real life, like I was watching a YouTube live stream and suggesting the guy to have a look at uh, Growth DeFi <laughs> and he, he went on the website and was like, you know, clicking around a bit and looking into it, but he didn't even found the application itself. He didn't even uh, press the button of the menu for the G-Token protocol, so he basically missed the most interesting part of the protocol. And this might happen a little more often than, than we think. Yeah, no, I, I agree, Steve. Um, I guess here the, the, the best approach will be to have the like a, a website a, a, a little bit more like intuitive. So, so for example, if you looked at other protocols such as Compound, uh, they have their uh, root website, which is all informational, all uh, white paper, uh, analytics, but all informational. And then you have the app. I think here the, the approach will be to like not not like integrate and make the app the focus, but like make it more intuitive so users who reach the website first can can easily find the app. But but I I agree with you, Steph. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Steph. They were asking on chat that. Uh, regarding GB tokens, but the main idea about GB tokens was to have a more volatile option than the current safe G tokens and PMTs. So if the rebase token were to be introduced, then it wouldn't make as much sense to have GB tokens since uh, GRT would cater to that to that risk profile basically. 
Sounds good. Okay, another question from the chat. You guys can ask it to voice chat too. With so much, I, I'm just reading by the way, with so much growth set aside for the DAO to manage, is there any worry of the ghost to gain four out of seven delegated spots being cheaper than the funds they could potentially control by doing so? Well, yes, this is an obvious risk and it happens with any governance protocol. For example, if you were to control enough the maker tokens, then you could essentially steal the funds that are in the vault, currently over $2 billion. So yes, it is a risk as with anything else. The thing is that if someone were to buy enough growth to control this, first of all, they would have to do it without being noticed, because if they do, then it will be a whole lot harder. So for if they hold a, a zero position right now, it would be really, really hard to to buy enough grow. They would basically have to buy uh, 40 or 50k grow, something along those lines. When there is, uh, when there is, I think 60k grow or something like that in circulation. So they would have to essentially buy all the growing circulation, and some people may not want to sell. And then. Even if they were to get the 500,000 go that are in the treasury, once it would be compromised, then the value of grow would plummet, but because that person would start dumping everything. So the they probably would end up with less funds than the ones they spent trying to hijack the whole process. So it is possible, yes. But it is very difficult, and in most scenarios, it's not really profitable to the one that is attacking it. And that's also why there is a 10% stake and stake fee, because it basically provides another layer of security plus having the tokens not be transferable. Because if it were to be plain grow, then it would be much easier to manipulate. And if in the future grow is listed as as collateral in a money market protocol, it could be cream, other compound, or any other, uh, just like GFI is now listed in compound, then it would be a governance risk having it being possible to use it for flash loans or borrowing it for malicious purposes. So yes, it is a risk, but it is similar to having someone take uh, ownership of the majority of something and thus having control over it. But if it were to happen again, it would pump a lot the price of growth and it would be really hard to execute, basically. That would be the summary. It would probably make more sense to have a, a large investor. If they are really interested in the project, they could go ahead and mint a large enough stake of a stake growth and maybe have one or two spots within the seven signers. So they would have influence within the protocol, but not complete ownership. And it also makes sense because they have the biggest exposure. Someone who has a lot of growth of a stake growth, sorry, it means that they have 
first of all, both the groups, so they have exposure to whatever price action the, the token does in the upcoming months or years. And secondly, uh, they are also committing themselves for at least a certain time frame in order to make up for the fees being paid. So that's why it would be in their best interest. Maybe they have different opinions than the current signers, and that's an option. But even if that's the case, they would probably still uh, want to make the best out of grow in the long run because they are incentivized to do so. Uh, regarding the back bounty, a hundred thousand dollar back bounty question. The idea is to keep it for for as long as possible because having a back bounty always adds to security. If there were to be the case for a critical bug to be found, then that uh, attacker or, or or exploit or exploiter could have the option to be a white hat and take money without having to then worry about uh, who's tracking him and so on. So yes, in a nutshell, the the idea would be to maintain it for, for the long run. Obviously, it may not incorporate all tokens. I mean, it's, if it's a very new token with a very high risk profile, it may have a different bounty or different rules, but the idea is that. GRT is just a temporary name for the rebase token. It would be, as the letters stand for, it would be growth rebase token, GRT, but it's it's just a temporary name. And the main idea behind it would be to link it to Aave instead of the, the dollar or a stablecoin which is linked to the American dollar because it introduces a whole other range of possibilities and it also allows to have uh, most of the funds of that treasury in in the stake version in the safety module that ABB2 has to, to earn an MPY. And it was, well, it's not decided because again, this might be something that doesn't happen in the end if designers don't agree to it, but the the idea of linking it to Aave and not to DPI, which, which would be the, the DeFi Pulse index, is because Aave itself has a lot of exposure to the whole DeFi ecosystem. I mean, if trade increases in SushiSwap and Uniswap, then there is going to be more demand for traders to borrow in Aave and leverage their trades. And same thing for, for other protocols such as synthetics, um, money market protocols, and basically anything else. So if DeFi does well, then Aave is going to do well. And you also get rid of some of the tokens that can easily be farmed and dump, such as, for example, Comp and Balancer. So you don't have that sell pressure on the main portfolio. When I say linked, I mean uh, that it rebases to it. Okay, so, so so I don't really understand the question. 
This means that if DRT uh, is worth 1.5 AVE, then it would happen if there would be a positive rebase and the tokens in circulation would increase. And if it's below 0 0.95 AVE, then the supply would be reduced. If you are referring to the treasury, of course, you get, it can hold many things. And that's when, uh, where the, the synergy with Go comes. Because Go in the end, it's also an automated portfolio manager with PMTs and G tokens. So the GRT treasury can go ahead and take advantage of that to, to store some funds in the long run. Okay, another question in the chat, it's regarding G indexes and how it's regarding G indexes and how they are different with PMTs. Well, G indexes, it's similar to what uh, the PyDAO is doing at the moment, which is basically creating in the indexes with balancer pools. Uh, they can be a smart pools to make it more customizable, but in a nutshell, in a nutshell, it would be holding a variety of PMTs within within a set percentage portfolio and having it rebalanced with arbitrage opportunities. So an, a very simple example would be having, for example, 50% uh, the PMT of Grab BTC, 30% the PMT of Ethereum, and 20% of uh, two or three PMTs of some DeFi tokens. And that would be an index, basically. Another question, Steph, you can, you can ask this on voice chat, by the way, because otherwise it looks a little bit weird when the... When yeah, the sorry, I just don't want to interrupt you while you're talking and maybe I forgot about my question in the meantime. <laughs> so can you, can you tell your question on voice chat, please? Yeah, so my question is, um, you were saying above that uh, if we go with the GRT option, that GB token won't be necessary anymore. Um, and my, so it seems like you think that they are more net positive overall. And my question is uh, why this is the case. Because, you know, for, for the people not doing the math, it's not that easy to understand why they might be more net positive. <laughs> Correct. So, first of all, it doesn't divide up all the liquidity because if you have GB tokens, then you have one GB token for every PMT. So it would be divided up in GB DAI, GB Ethereum, and so on. So uh, then you are splitting up the liquidity in a nutshell. And basically, both of them uh, cater to a more volatile aspect. So in the case of GRT, the market cap and everything is going to be more volatile, but that's also why it's more profitable. Because the main idea with GRT is that you buy it and use it to provide liquidity. So you are both making making money from the fees that happen from the trades between the pools, 
then you are also making money from the extra tokens that you are farming, the, the incentives given to that specific LP, basically. And finally, in the long run, uh, as the treasury builds up and kind of creates a, a growing floor support, then you are also benefiting from that. So it has a lot more of game mechanics and overall having a second treasury really helps out because in the end, uh, having more assets under management by the by the stake rollout, it's going to represent a higher TBL and use in the protocols and also a higher influence of the world token in itself. Because it, it goes with the with the question that was being asked later. What stops from someone going in and trying to buy as much score as possible to control the multisite? Well that also creates a buyer demand. If the if the DAO controls a lot of funds from its treasury, but also other treasuries, then that's going to create uh, more buy pressure for the token. Because if you have control or if you have decision power over those funds, then you are going to make more worth of it. So that's another way to increase the price of growth. Okay, thanks. Uh, very good explanation, by the way. Uh, answering Adam that Adam, PMTs are comprised of G tokens and liquidity. PMTs are a combination of the liquid token and G tokens. So uh, the most basic example would be the PMT of Ethereum, which is called G Ethereum, which holds a portion in Ethereum, and the rest is distributed in G tokens that might uh, make that Ethereum go. So the current distribution is 90% GC Ethereum, which is the compound strategy for Ethereum, and 10% the, the liquid token of Ethereum. We have been in this call for a little bit over one hour and a half. So not sure if anyone has a final question to close up the, the call. They, they can just say so in, in voice chat. There's no need to actually write it on chat. Thanks for taking all the time, Safe. Good call, in my opinion, and thanks to everyone who took the time and took part. Thanks, Safe. Great job. Cheers. Okay. Well, if nobody else has a question, it has been a pleasure having this call. I, I really think we should do more of this more often, maybe once a month, uh, kind of establishing a, a regular event. And well, if anyone needs anything, either through Discord or through Telegram, simply ask and it will be answered eventually. And that'd be all for today. Not sure if it has been recorded properly. Uh, Corn, can, can you say if it has recorded properly? It, it has recorded uh, one hour, 35 minutes, and 41 seconds up to this point. We'll see if it actually 
like did it properly once I hit stop. <laughs> okay, that, that's good enough. Uh, thanks to everyone, and I'm going to take it now. Have a great night. Bye bye. Bye bye, guys. Thanks for joining.